You're listening to the Save the Marriage Podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. I was struck by the email that told me that this person had finally convinced their spouse to go to therapy. (laughs) And it gave me some chills. I talked my spouse into going to therapy, they told me. Finally, I forced them to go. I had another email that says, how do I drag my spouse to therapy? <laughs> After the person kind of added some details on here about their spouse who didn't want to work on the marriage and how they felt like there was just this one last ditch effort. You know, how could they somehow drag their spouse to therapy? I responded, you don't. Now, I understand lots of people work to get their spouse into therapy and they feel like it's their last chance. But that's the therapy trap. And that's what I want to talk about today. This is Lee Balkum. This is the Save the Marriage podcast. This is the podcast that I designed to help you save your marriage no matter where you are in the process. Maybe you're not even fully in a crisis yet. You just know that you want to hit it off before it gets into trouble, before you have problems and difficulties, or maybe you have problems and difficulties. Maybe you're, you're knee deep or even chest deep or even all the way up to your nose in a marriage crisis. And you're trying to figure out how to fight through and get to the marriage that you both would want. Well, I want to talk about how you do that. And sometimes I give you some warnings. That's today. Sometimes I give you some hints and strategies and techniques and tips about mindset or understandings that will help you move forward. And I've chosen this one because I keep hearing this, that people believe if they can just get to the therapist's office, all will be well. (laughs) Statistics don't bear that out. In fact, statistics are pretty scary when we start looking at them for marriage therapy, and there's some reasons that that is the case. Now, let me tell you right up front, my background, my training was as a marriage therapist. So I'm coming at this from the inside out. I now do uh, marriage coaching, relationship coaching, and there's a specific reason that I made the pivot that I'm going to get into a little bit here. But let me just tell you, first of all, therapy is not the best last-ditch effort. Second, there are some things you can do. We'll talk about that. And third, the first thing you need to understand about what we're talking about today is that you do not want to drag your spouse into therapy. There's a therapy trap that I want to talk about a little bit. The therapy trap uh, has been consistent over the years I've been working, uh, and sometimes it has been worse than others, but it's always present. And by the way, just to be clear, the statistics I'm going to share on marriage therapy have been consistent for a number of years. Uh, The latest research that I've seen has backed this up, uh, that I've seen. And so uh, let me be clear also that if you're a therapist listening, I'm not saying that all therapy or all therapists are bad. I also want to be clear, I'm documenting other people's research. (laughs) So just to be clear about this, this this is where I'm coming from. So let's talk about the therapy trap. 
The number one piece of the therapy trap is the belief or the hope that the marriage therapist is going to fix this. Just got to get them in there and get them fixed. And I understand where this comes from. It's a lot of it's from the medical model. You know, if you can just get to the doctor, they'll fix it. So first, let me tell you that just because you get to the doctor's office doesn't mean they're going to fix it. Um, that has been true, you know, all along. Sometimes doctors do better than others uh, or other times. And certainly medical technology gets better and better. But there is one irrefutable fact. This thing about living, it's terminal, right? So far, 100% of the people who have lived have died. And as far as we can tell, that's going to continue to be the case. It's going to be 100% that this human condition is terminal. So you can go to the doctor all you want, but at some point that's not going to work. So let me just be clear that even though this little belief that if I just get to the therapist, everything will be okay is based on if I guess just get to the doctor, everything's going to be okay. That's not the case in life. And it's certainly not the case with marriage therapy. Therapy trap number two is that the therapist will show my spouse that they need to save the marriage. Or will side with me about the importance of saving a marriage. That's a trap because it's not going to happen. The third piece of the trap is that forced therapy is somehow better than no therapy. That's the belief. That's the therapy trap we fall into. It doesn't matter if this is going to be difficult. If I just get them there, it's better than if we don't go at all. The reason that people fall in that trap is because they don't think there's anything else to do. It's like this default setting in our country. Oh, we've got a marriage problem. Well, time to go to therapy. Again, let me be clear. I'm not saying that all therapy is bad or all therapists are bad. Not at all. But the statistics are pretty clear about this. So let's talk about the dangers of the therapy trap. Number one. The therapist can't or won't convince your spouse to save the marriage. It's not within a spouse's capacity to do that. And I'm not talking about like, well, an average therapist or, you know, a a bad therapist. I'm talking about therapists, period. Therapists are not there to convince somebody of something. In fact, in therapy training, we're pretty much taught to not work to convince. And that works okay with individual therapy. It's a problem when we're talking about marital therapy. But the training keeps a therapist from being able to do that. And by the way, lots of times they couldn't anyway if your spouse is resistant. That's the problem. So the second danger is that many don't believe that a conflicted marriage, a conflicted marriage uh, or a uh, very resistant spouse can be saved. In other words, there are lots of marriage therapists who believe that if there's a lot of conflict and if you've got a spouse who doesn't want to work on it, that there's nothing that can be done and probably is best just to kind of roll up and go home. Now, One of the other things that marriage therapists are taught or therapists are taught is to be neutral. I believe this is a mistake. If you're a marriage therapist, 
I believe that you should be on the side of marriage. You should be pro-marriage. But that's not always the case. Many therapists believe they have to be completely neutral. So if a couple comes in and one says, I want to save the marriage, and the other says, I don't want to save the marriage, in trying to be neutral, they recognize they can't do anything, and so they side with the person who says, I don't want to be in this marriage. And many times I've had people who have contacted me and said, I don't know what happened. We went to a marital therapist, and I thought we were going to work on our marriage, and the next thing I know, the therapist is saying, so what do you want to do? to divorce. How do you want to do that? Sometimes it was the first session. Sometimes it was the second session. Often it was the third session. And the therapist was ready at that point to say, ah, this is not worth it. Let's, let's end this. So what happens is when you think that you're being, as a therapist, marriage neutral, you're actually many times being marriage negative against marriage, not meaning to be. You fall into the trap yourself. And the other danger is that the, the fact that uh, when somebody is resistant, what often happens is that the process of trying to convince somebody to work on things leads to a reinforcement of their own belief, that it causes them actually to be re, more entrenched in the problems. And so what happens is there is either direct or tacit support by the therapist. So you, you have made an appointment with the therapist. You have convinced a spouse slash dragged a spouse into therapy, expecting that the, the therapist is going to convince your spouse that you should work on it. This, the therapist has no desire to do that and really no capacity to do that. So what happens is your spouse restates all the reasons they don't believe that the marriage can work while they believe that there are so many problems that can't be overcome. And in the process, even by saying it to themselves, they're reinforcing that belief in their own mind. The second thing is if the, the therapist either says, you're right, this can't be fixed, or says, I can't help you, it re-entrenches that there's nothing that can be done. So in the process of going to a therapist, hoping that they will help you move a spouse into an, a willingness to work on things, you lose ground. You didn't see that coming, right? Your expectation was very different. Which raises the question, <laughs> is therapy good for anything? Well, let me tell you the stats before I answer that question. The stats show that about 50% of people who go to marriage therapy still divorce. Now, 50%. Does that sound suspiciously like the statistics of the common population? If you just across the board look at the population, 50% divorce, roughly. Just slightly below that. So let's call it 50%, even if it's 48, 49%. Let's call it 50, 50. The same statistics hold for going to therapy. It's about 50-50. It's a coin toss if you go to therapy on whether you're going to divorce or not. In other words, it didn't improve the statistics. So when they asked people, so was it helpful? Only about 10 to 15% say, yes, therapy helped us at all. 10 to 15%. 
So that means out of every 10 people, one to one and a half will say that it improved anything. It was helpful at all. So now let's just put that in a, in a kind of a metaphor. You go to the doctor and the doctor says, oh, you've got a problem and you need a procedure. And so I want to schedule you for this procedure. I will tell you that 50% of the people who have this procedure die. And there's only about a 10 to 15% chance it's going to help you anyway. So let's go ahead and do that procedure. You sign up for that? That's the statistics. So can therapy help? Absolutely. I've long said that if a couple is motivated to change, a bad therapist is not going to hold them back. And if a couple or one person in a couple is refusing to change, a great therapist is not going to be able to help. So if you find a good therapist and you and your spouse are ready to move forward, can therapy help? Absolutely. Barring that, you've got some risk. Which raises the question, is there anything you can do then if you alone are ready to work on your marriage and your spouse is resistant to working on it, resistant to therapy, resistant to your efforts so far? Yes. Back in 1999, I went on the internet. (laughs) I brought my course on the internet. I'd been already using it for a while. Um, And in 1999, I released it on the internet. Very early. I mean, this is like long ago in the world of internet, I released it. And from the very beginning, I had a Lone Ranger track. This is how you can work on this all by yourself. As the Lone Ranger, the one who is trying to keep the dangers at bay until your partner comes on board. So Lone Rangers can do a lot of things. Here's why. I want you to think of a relationship kind of like algebra, right? It's an equation. If you remember algebra, and I do, though I don't claim to be a great mathematician, I do understand one thing about algebra. Whatever you do on one side of the equation, you have to do on the other side of the equation. You remember that from algebra? So in algebra, if you subtracted a certain amount on one side, you got this side of the equation equals this side of the equation. And as long as you keep them equal, you're finally going to solve what the variable is. So whatever you do on one side happens on the other side. If you subtract on one side, you subtract on the other. Add on one side, add to the other. Multiply on one side, multiply the other. Divide on one side, divide the other. Well, the, the whole fact is that marriage is this equation. And so if you change one side of the equation, it is going to affect the other side of the equation. If you make changes on your side of the equation, it will change on the other side of the equation. Let's take another analogy because a lot of times when I'm talking with people, they'll say, well, it takes two to tango. It does take two to tango. They're correct. But the tango can start long before both people are dancing. Somebody's got to make an invitation to that. But let me even take it a step further. When you're dancing the tango, you're altering your steps based on your partner's steps. So if I'm dancing with my spouse and suddenly I start into a different move than we've been doing, my spouse will follow along in some way. If you change your dance, your spouse will change their dance. So yes, 
there are things you can do. When I recently released my book, Beyond the Three Barriers, one of the things I was noticing is that many times a spouse was dealing with somebody who was hopeless, helpless, and hurting. That generally is the theme of somebody who's got a resistant spouse. They've lost hope. Nothing can change here. They're in a lot of pain, uh, both from past events and just from the difficulties a relationship struggle brings, and they don't know what to do. So in that process of being hopeless, helpless, and uh, being feeling like there's nothing they can do because of the hurt, so feeling hopeless, hurting, and helpless, they don't see a way forward. They have no idea how to move through that process. So what I try to do is address what a spouse can do when that happens. And it's all about being hopeful, healing, and also heading. A lot of times people want to be helpful, and that's a trap. If you're trying to be helpful with a spouse and and tell them what needs to happen and sharing with them podcasts or sharing with them programs or books, you often end up with more resistance. But if you're heading in a direction of having a better relationship, heading in a direction of being more uh, of, of a warmth between you, Often a spouse will come along because the dance has changed. And you can be healing by looking at where the pain has come from and working to be responsible with your side of it and changing where you can. And also being hopeful that, yes, things can change. So the task is to be hopeful and healing and heading in order to deal with a spouse who is hopeless, hurting, and helpless. Now, I recognize that's kind of a a quick way of stating it, but I just want to give you a sense of where to go. If you want to learn more about that, you can find my book, Beyond the Three Barriers, by going to savethemarriage.com slash books. That's savethemarriage.com slash books, and that will help you grab that. And let me just give you a little hint. Right now, it's less than a dollar to get that information. So go grab that. It's not, not me making money off of that, <laughs> a dollar a book, but you can grab that. Okay, so what else can you do? Well, you need a system of working alone on this, some system. I prefer mine. If you don't, that's fine. Just make sure that what you're doing is not manipulative. Make sure what you're doing is not uh, something that is going to lead to more trouble because you're trying to trick somebody into working on their relationship. And make sure that you're not dragging your spouse through that, that there's something that you can work on alone. You can be helpful in this process, even if your spouse doesn't know what they want with the marriage. If you want more on my system, you can check it out by going to savethemarriage.com. That's savethemarriage.com. And this is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you work to save your marriage. You've been listening to Save the Marriage Podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.